welcome to the Libraries Transform Texas podcast, where we showcase the value of Texas librarians and libraries. I'm Jennifer Logsdon with Hood County Library in Granbury, Texas. Today, we'll, we will be focusing on library outreach programming. This is episode three, season two, October 2021. Joining us today is Tammy Corns. She is with the Plano Library System, where she serves as the Outreach and Engagement Manager. Thank you for joining us today, Tammy. Thanks for having me. Yes. Could you start by giving us a brief bio of yourself and maybe include how you got into the library world and how long you've been in the library business and how long you've been in outreach? Oh, all the things. Well, let's see. The first half of this is really the library is my is my second career and my passion. So my first, the first half of my career was more in the corporate private sector doing PR. And that's what my bachelor's is in is communications and PR. And then after I had my son, I stayed home for a little bit and I decided that I didn't want to go into that, that environment. I wanted to do something for the community and to give back. And I had a friend who was a school librarian and I thought that is what I want to do. I loved sharing reading and all of those things with my son. So I went to, uh, library school. And while I was doing that, I substitute, I uh, was a substitute teacher for a little bit and quickly realized that that was not my forte. <laughs> so I do better with adults than with children. So I, I feel, you know, in my mind, I lucked into the Plano job. They had a, an opening for a communications person in the library. And I was kind of one of those hybrid, had a PR degree and an MLS and came and uh, got here in 2007 and was a one-man show for a little bit doing communications and just trying to promote the library as best I could. As we all know, with no budget for advertising, you're always right. looking for free ways to do that. And then in 2016, when our new director came on, uh, her focus was on uh, just enlarging that engagement part of the library and, and specifically outreach. So in 2016, I became the outreach manager and we have an outreach and engagement team of eight. So. Wow. What a great background for you to have PR underneath your belt so that you, you were already used to marketing and being the public relations, public relations, the face of a, of a company. And so that probably really helps you with this part of the library job. I can see that being a, a big benefit. Um, can you tell us about the community you serve and what are some of your patrons' greatest needs? Sure, Plano is a community of about 285,000 and then our service area, we actually offer free library cards to Plano residents and then seven surrounding reciprocal cities. So our service area is actually a little bit larger than, than Plano itself. And in Plano, I would say the biggest focus is uh, families, people coming into the library and, and bringing their children. And needs, I think, are universal, right? People need, um, they need that connection, they need information, they need internet access, basic computer skills, some are needing ESL, some are looking for ways to um, upskill, re-enter the workforce. So, the need is, is vast. We have five libraries across the city. And even though we have five locations, we like to say one library, five locations, because we're really united in that effort. Yes. Um, have you seen those needs change over the last 18 months since the pandemic? 
I think, I think we all have seen needs change. Right, right. Lots of, uh, well, I think anytime the economy goes down, you know, we saw that in 2007, 2008, when the economy dipped, as people are coming in, they need internet access a lot more, they need a lot more help. And in the last 18 months, I think a lot more of it became job search related, um, needing the internet and then help, you know, you find people who don't know how to use a computer or a mouse, and all of a sudden they're trying to fill out assistance forms. Or, yes. Um, you know, do things to help their families. So, and then that change to virtual programming, obviously as some, you know, as everyone closed down for a short time, uh, we, we changed to virtual programming. So learning how to promote and how to reach people on Zoom and, and get people up to speed on using that. So I'm sure every yes. library in Texas experienced that. We, I know that um, some of our older patrons here at our library uh, with just discovered ebooks and e-audiobooks because they were used to coming in and getting a physical discs or a book and they weren't able to. And we talked so many people over the phone on how to get uh, signed up with Libby or Hoopla and, you know, walk them through screen by screen. And the same here, we have people come in to look for jobs and um, use the computers and, and they need that they need that support. You're right. They don't know how to, how to use a mouse or how to fill out an online application mm -hmm. or how to attach a PDF to that online application. And so those are some things that that we see here as well. Um, definitely, definitely a need as people who've been out of the workforce all of a sudden now needs to go back into the workforce. It's definitely a different environment today than it used to be. Yes, that's for sure. Um, tell us about the different outreach programs that your libraries provide. We do a lot of different, um, we do a little bit of virtual outreach where we'll do small tailored classes for a particular groups, some of our community partners. So we do a little bit of virtual outreach. And then our normal, during normal times when we would be going out to the public, we have, uh, we have an outreach van that was paid for by our friends of the library organization. And it's not a bookmobile, it's a, it's a van that we carry supplies. So we'll carry steam kits or art or uh, technology to teach classes, anything where we're gonna go out and demonstrate the library. So we go out in the van, we actively look for any um, community events, festivals, school events. We reach out routinely to our entire Plano school district and let them know that we can come to family nights, we can come to back to school events, ESL nights, and be there to get people library cards and, and just demonstrate different things. So um, I would say it's, it's probably three quarters going and sharing library resources and then maybe a quarter classes where we're actually going to an organization going in. We've gone into say uh, like a boys and girls club and taught robotics to their group or gone to, um, we've done another outreach where uh, we've gone in and showed eBooks to seniors like you were talking about, yes. and they need a lot of one-on-one. Yes, so they do. Go as an outreach and, and do that. So those are some of the different uh, things we do. So when you go to an event, like at a school, do y'all actually set up library accounts with people right there? Or do you just give them the form they come into the library? Or do you get them started? 
we do one of our one of our criteria or has been for outreach is that we try to always go if we're going to go to a school we want to make sure the parents are there because sometimes when you're going in for the kids you know they're going to go home and go oh the library came today and then nothing is going to come of that so when we go for the parent events we encourage people to apply online because they can apply online and then we can deliver cards right there kind of depends on how busy you are sometimes if you're at a festival and there's hundreds of people around. Right. We just encourage people and we say apply online and the closest library to wherever we are is X. We'll gotcha. tell them the library. So, but we can we can give them cards at an outreach. So once they apply online and and you if you're going to a school and they've applied online ahead of time, then you can deliver the card at that event mm-hmm. to that family. Very yes. good. And um, we recently got we recently got out Wi-Fi on our van. So it allows people if they do want to connect to Wi-Fi, then they're not pulling on their data to actually apply online. So that was a nice plus. Yes. Do you take, uh, curious, do you take a set of uh, Chromebooks or laptops when you want to do a class with a group of people? Do y'all have a set that you take with you with a, you know, since you'll have Wi-Fi connection to kind of use for them to, or do you offer printing services through the we well we don't necessarily offer printing when we're out at a location but we do have a set of a dozen laptops that our friends also funded and we used to take uh well we also have a MiFi, so we can go into mm-hmm. a location if they don't have it and then otherwise the van i think extends about 50 feet so to connect to the MiFi. but we do have laptops and you know right now there's a big there's a big push for that connectivity. And um, if for some reason, you know, we shut down again, a van like that, you could drive into a neighborhood, even if we couldn't do face-to-face, you could drive into a neighborhood and people could come around and just use your Wi-Fi for a little bit of time if they needed to. So that's that's a great, a great service because as I feel like as, you know, purse strings tighten at home with the economy, a lot of things that go first are those peripheral things like internet or cable, you know, because you're working to put food on the table. So um, that's a great service to be able to bring. Um, What challenges does your library face carrying out outreach services? I think probably the biggest challenge was setting it up initially was really looking at what we could provide and and making sure that before we started promoting it to people that we could deliver. So um, getting that set up, we have an online request system now. So we have a form that we use through um, the Airtable platform and people can request. They can say whether it's indoor or outdoor, how many people, who the audience is, because we like to know that ahead because we tailor the materials we take to if it's going to be families, if it's older people, you know, whether you're indoor or outdoor. And then if they need a a foreign language speaker. So if they're requesting, if they've got mostly a Spanish speaking audience or um, another language, if we had that, then we'll try and tailor the outreach to that audience. So, um, and then also staffing, obviously any library, you know, you have to staff your buildings. So you need to make sure our model, we, from the beginning, we started and we train all staff. So, you know, Plano's fairly big. We've got about 170 uh, staff members and everyone from the director to all the frontline staff are trained on outreach. So everyone goes at least once a year in a normal year when we're going out, everybody's got that opportunity. So having everyone trained, it makes it much easier to try and staff. And it makes it fun for them. them. 
do you have them sign up for an event? Is that how, I mean, if you have an event that needs to be staffed, do you put it out there and say, we're trying to staff this event? If you're interested, sign up? Yes. Okay. It, it lets people self-select. It, it lets them choose the things that they're really passionate about. Yes. If they see something, oh, that's in my neighborhood, or oh, I know that, or I went to that school. It makes a little bit more of a connection. So I think people like that. And we've never really had any issue um, you know, and obviously there are people on the O&E on our outreach and engagement team are there as backup if we end up with somebody who ends up sick or can't right. staff the outreach, we're there to, we're there to fill in. Very good. Um, what is one of your most successful outreach programs? I think, you know, there's a couple different ways to, to define success. It's yeah. always great when you go to a festival and you see hundreds of people, right? Because they're seeing and they're thinking, oh, the library is not what I remember from years ago when, right. I, when I went 20 years ago. It's like a, a, different, a different library. But one of the things we did in uh, 2019, right before COVID, was we worked with a couple of community partners Chase Oaks Family Center, and then the Brain Injury Network of Dallas, and then a couple of senior centers to deliver outreach that was tailored for them. And the Chase Oaks, we did individualized classes where we taught basic technology skills. And these were people, like I was saying before, who how to use a mouse, how to use a laptop and had never done that before. So their organization provided childcare and a little bit of help translating. And then we also used corporate volunteers who uh, Spanish speaking corporate volunteers to go in with us. So that was great. We ended up with that group came to one of our libraries and about 60 people, I think, got library cards that day. Wow. So and then the Brain Injury Network, they're looking at a lot of them are reentering the workforce or recovering from a brain injury. So helping with technology skills or upskilling. And then the seniors were, was more of just determining that one-on-one, -on -one, how to get them technology in their hand, learn to use an e-reader, do some of that. So, and all of that was um, recognized. We actually won the American Library Association's um, Library 2021 Library of the Future Award for that. So wow, that congratulations. is a really yes. successful yeah. outreach program. So. Very successful. Sometimes it's not always about the numbers. Like you said, the big festivals right. with all the people. But when you watch a senior realize they can operate things independently and you bring mm -hmm. them, you, you close that gap for them digitally, it, it's, it's a, it's, it, it feels good. It feels good to be able yeah. to empower them to do those things. Um, how do you determine what outreach programs should be implemented? We look at, we talk a lot to our community partners. So we're talking to a lot of nonprofits and schools and looking at uh, what people are needing. The festivals, like I said, our criteria for going to schools, we want to engage with parents who can then get themselves and their children library cards. And I think we're just looking if there are going to be people there that, that can benefit from learning about library services. And then uh, we work with other city departments. We have a, a, a cross communication interdepartmental group that where we talk to our parks and rec and neighborhood services and some of the different city departments about what they're doing and who they're act, interacting with. And then we collaborate on outreach. So if they're going to something, oh, we wanna be at that or they wanna be at something we're going to. So I think it's just actively looking for that and trying to figure out, you know, so many people, we hear it all the time. I had no idea 
because they haven't been to the library in 20 years. And, you know, our, our library van is, is named hashtag more than books for a reason, because we are more than books and we're taking steam kits and art kits and bilingual backpacks and all of these things that people don't remember from, you know, 20 years ago at the library. So. They don't realize the services that are free to them that, that libraries can provide for them, yes. uh, for sure. Um, what kind of feedback do you get from the community? Well, I, I think people love seeing the library. The, the one thing you realize, I, I think, and especially, you know, during the pandemic, I think that was even more visible was how much people trust the library overall, the library as, a, as an institution itself. And, and so coming for information and just trying to, they're so thankful when you can help them. Like you said, they a are. senior or, or the, the Spanish speaking community for them to realize that the library is a place for them, that we have people that speak Spanish and we have things for, you know, some people come from other countries where the library is not free. So realizing that, oh, I can come here and, and you'll help me and it doesn't cost me anything is, is eye-opening for a lot of people. So we hear, right. we, you know, in outreach, you always hear great stuff. It's very gratifying to go because people love the library. It is a fulfilling job, I, I agree. Um, what advice would you give to a library that is just beginning to take services beyond their library walls? What would you tell a library that's ready to, to move out to outreach? I think to assess your staff to see what you can do. We did a full staff asset map and asked people what classes they were comfortable teaching, um, uh, just the different, different capability that they have. And then think about how, once you assess your staff, think about how you're gonna train them. Because one thing that we weren't necessarily anticipating when we started this was that people were gonna be a little bit hesitant about what this was going to be like, what the experience was going to be like. And what we had to reassure people was it's really just like being in the building. It just is that you're standing outside of the festival, but it is a little bit different. So I think assess your staff, think about how to train them or tell them, you know, how it's going on, get somebody who's, who's done a little bit of it and then, and then share that. And then also um, spread the word, ask people, talk to your community partners and tell them and say, here's what we can come and do and be very clear about what you're willing to do and what you're not. And don't be afraid to say no. We've said no a couple of times when people ask for, you know, an HOA will ask you to come at five o'clock on August 10th and be at an outside <laughs> event in a cul-de-sac and you think, okay, well, what, I'm not going to want to stand there in 110 degree heat and talk to somebody. So every now and then we'll, we'll gently suggest, we would love to come back and do this for you in October, November when it's cooler and, right. and do that. But we, we try and say yes to everything we can. So Right. With having a little self-preservation on occasion. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah. Um, GLA's theme this year is recover, rebalance, and reconnect. Um, I really believe that what y'all are doing and what outreach services um, do, they support their patrons as they recover, rebalance and reconnect. And I think that's an important thing right now uh, as we all recover, the reconnect I think is, um, is important and the rebalance. Do you have any thoughts on that? I think just sharing that the library is there for everyone, regardless of, of what it is you need that even if we don't have 
what you need, we can direct you to somebody who does. So I think those, as people are trying to recover, they don't know, they don't know who to ask. They don't know what to, you know, and the library is such a great resource for that, that, and if we don't have it, we'll find who does, you know, yes. we'll find the person to send you to. So, right. and then that, that reconnection as people come back in the library, that sometimes I think people just need that social they need to know that other people are there and care and there's there's things going on. So um, that's what we've been trying to get out. And even if people see our van out on the street, it's like the library's still here. We're open. Come see us. You know, that we're, right. we're there for them. Right. I think that um, it's reassuring to to the community when they can come in and and. and and ask us questions or try to find the information they need. I know that some people think that they're going to come here and we might have the answer right there for them. Sometimes we don't have the answer, but we're not going to stop there. We're going to look look for the answer or look for a way to help you find that answer because really it's all about an access point. It's, it's about mm -hmm. giving them access to whatever it is they're looking for to the best of our ability. Um, and I think that they've, they don't always know that until they come in and and see that. Right. Well, and I think that's what probably the best part of outreach is when people see you out there, they see a friendly face. Mm -hmm. And sometimes they'll recognize if they've come to the library before, oh, I know you from story time or I've seen you in the library. But even if they haven't come to the library, seeing that friendly face, it's like we're the, we're out there where they are, that we're willing to come and see them and go to different places that it's like, yes, the library is a place for all. So yes. I think outreach reinforces that. Well, I appreciate you so much for um, being on the podcast with us today. And I want to thank our listeners for being with us today. And I invite you to tune in to our podcast in November, where Linda Stevens of Harris County Public Library will talk to a notable author. So for more information about the Texas Library Association, go to txla.org.